Welcome to the Intuitive Hour with psychic medium, author, and intuitive life coach, Michelle Beltran. The Intuitive Hour will empower you to learn how to magnify your intuitive voice. Listen in and expand your understanding of what it means to be psychic and how to awaken, amplify, and trust your inner voice. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is the Intuitive Hour. Awaken your inner voice. I'm your host, Michelle Beltran. Okay. Welcome back after a brief hiatus over the holidays. I hope everyone is well and the new year is off to a wonderful start. Today we're talking about using your gifts on a daily basis. I want to give you several exercises that are going to be helpful as you develop your psychic and mediumship ability. Okay, first and foremost, using your gifts on a daily basis. So this week, or in the coming weeks as you have time, I want to encourage you to pay attention when you're in a situation that someone is talking to you, telling you a story of sorts. Perhaps they're describing how their holiday went, how a birthday event went, a recent trip they were on. Whatever the case may be, pay attention to that story. Pay especially close attention to any images, visions, or impressions that may come through as you are listening. So I'm bringing this to your attention, this exercise, so that you can begin to see and realize, and perhaps you already have noticed, that your gifts are with you nonstop. We simply are not aware of it or are missing it. As you settle into this exercise, again, when a friend, son or daughter, a spouse, family member tells you a story, imagine your third eye, go to that space and tune into that third eye area that's in the center of your forehead, above your brow, and pay attention to all the details this person is telling you. Notice those images that come. Oftentimes we don't realize we're getting more information while someone is speaking to us. So tune in to what's coming in that's more, that's perhaps subtle or a sense. Maybe you don't get a very clear, clear vision or image, but you get a sense about something. Tune into that. Begin to ask this person questions to get validation on what you may be seeing. If the story is about someone you've never met and you're seeing the image in your, an image in your third eye, Ask the storyteller if the description you're getting of what you're seeing is accurate. You're going to be surprised to see that quite often you are accurate. So this will end up being validation in essence. So keep a close watch as you're hearing the story. Notice other images, notice subtle feelings or emotions, impressions or details that may be coming in. Remember to use all of your senses. Sometimes we also get things through hearing or feeling or an emotion. 
you'll be surprised to see that you're doing some element of what I call remote viewing. Some of you may or may or not be aware of this. Tune into that. Also, tell the storyteller everything you see. Don't be afraid to share what you are receiving as well. Begin to make this a habit when you're talking to people. Naturally, you'll choose people who can accept this and would understand and perhaps are working on similar sorts of things in their own spiritual growth. This is an exceptional exercise for your third eye. The universal language here is telepathy. We often send images to one another as we're communicating, but we're just unaware that that person is actually noticing or receiving this. And if we would check in with them, we would find validation that they're receiving similar images and impressions and or insight as well. All right, continuing on. This particular episode today is coming to you shortly after the new year. So I want to suggest that you consider a World Events New Year Prediction Challenge. Boy, that was a mouthful. So your homework will be to spend some time in deep meditation and allow yourself to focus on world events. As you begin having meditated and quieted your mind, say out loud, World Events three times. This is the intention and the focus of this exercise. You might surprise yourself to see that you're actually able to make world predictions. You don't have to be a practicing psychic medium or well-known established person with a business of this sort to be able to do this. Anyone can sit in a space of solitude, clearing their mind, and receive accurate images and impressions and insight about things ahead. You simply have to set the intention and clear your mind. So spend 30 minutes asking spirit about world events upcoming. Also, as you step into this world events prediction challenge, be mindful that there may be things like earthquakes, darker situations, we might call them, or calamities. There's nothing to fear about these things. I would encourage you to be in a space of detaching yourself from any emotion that may come forward. Remember to ground yourself. You can refer to a prior episode on grounding and running energy here at the intuitive hour to refresh your memory on that process. Be mindful of being in a space of neutrality in the center of your head, not down in your heart. You're reporting, you're an observer, and you're allowing the information to surface. Get as much detail as possible. Try and get a feel for the time this event occurred or will occur. 
rather, try to get a sense of people involved, places, colors. Be mindful to keep a journal and log everything you see. And finally, remember, there's no second guessing. When you receive something, write it down, trust it, trust the first thing that comes, and try not to use your logical left brain to figure out why this is happening or what came. Just simply receive and report and write it down. All right, the next technique, I call this mind noise. To be a really great psychic or medium, you must be disciplined in what you allow to come into your mind. What separates the really exceptional psychics and mediums is that they have discipline of the mind. We as humans are constantly bombarded with thousands of thoughts in a single day. And I have been asked this question many times, how to know if information we're receiving is true or just left brain mind noise and chatter. The answer is not a simple one. It takes experience and practice to know the difference. But a great psychic or medium has learned to shut out that left brain clutter and allow divine information to flow. When the mind noise begins to enter into the mind of the exceptional psychic or medium who has mastered this, he or she knows that what is happening is simply that mind noise. And they're able to ignore that information, that surface level mind noise, left brain chatter that's presenting. Again, this takes time and patience, so be kind with yourself. In time, you will master it as you practice. This exercise will help you do that. So why do we have mind noise? I'd like to ask you in this exercise to consider that question. In your journal, go through these following points that I'm going to mention and describe how each one of these has affected you as you're considering mind noise and why we have it. First and foremost, we are full of fear. What comes to you as you consider that statement? How has it affected you in your life? Number two, I feel separate from my supreme being or my higher self. Again, how has that affected you in life? How has that presented in your life in any way, shape, or form? Number three, we are trying to be in control. Next, we are using our mind to try and figure out things so we can manipulate and control our circumstance. And finally, We are trained by education to use our left brain 
and we have to unlearn years of conditioning. In your journal, take some time with these prompts. All right. In addition, I want to ask you to take some time, 15 or 30 minutes, to be in a quiet place. Relax your mind and body. And this is as follow-up to the exercise I've just described. Relax your mind and body, and once you are in a relaxed state, pay special attention to all thoughts that are entering your mind. Notice the left brain, how it begins to take over in time. It might do this, that left brain. That's all right, just notice it. The key here is to not demand thoughts leave because there will be another and another and another thought. It's a battle that cannot be won and this is because it is the way the brain is wired to think. It's just another trick of the ego when we try and control the thoughts by demanding they leave. The key is to observe the thought process without interacting with the thoughts. Notice how difficult it is to keep the mind in a quiet place. For the undisciplined, it's impossible. But if you practice this exercise, this simple exercise, once a week for 15 minutes, you will begin to improve on just allowing thoughts to surface without interacting with them. What I mean by interacting is becoming emotionally wrapped up in them and believing that the thought is your own. Our own mind clutter is so busy and loud that we often miss the messages from spirit. So, as an example, you have the thought, what should I eat for dinner tonight? Try not to interact with this thought by contemplating. Just allow it to be there. When we have faith in the natural flow of synchronicity, the answer will present without using thought. You may get an image of possible dinner options. Observe the images. Watch them. Disengage from them. When we free up our mind by observing thoughts, something new and inspiring will take over. This is spirit. Another example are fear thoughts. These might try to creep in too. I don't get along with my mother-in-law and we have to spend the weekend together. Again, the key is to observe the thoughts without owning them as your own. Faith is a necessity. Without faith, 
one will never master the mind, and one will be a slave to the mind ongoing. When we have faith, the solution to our problem is already there, and it will unravel in the precise moment. All right, moving on to the next exercise. I call this daydreams. So today, pay attention to the little daydreams you find yourself falling into. Psychics and mediums developing their skills and ability learn that often the information coming through during a daydream can be relevant to a client, to someone he or she will be seeing in the near future, to world events, or to spiritual or other kinds of questions you've been thinking about. There are answers in your daydreams if you'll listen. It's a way your higher self is trying to communicate to you outside of formal meditation, for example, or your specific request. Daydreams happen when the conscious mind lets go for a little while because it is engaged in something. That something is important. And that's why so often a daydream will occur right in the middle of doing a work project, driving, or doing something else where your focus is maintained for a while. So, set the intention today, tomorrow, and the coming days as you have some free time. Set the intention to be aware when you fall into a daydream and pay attention to the subject matter. Remember, we're constantly receiving guidance from our higher self. We're just not aware and we're not listening. Often, the messages come through those daydreams. So write down some notes as these daydreams come in and present and see what the daydreams meant for you. Pull back the layers and take a look at them a little bit deeper. Was your daydream about a client? Was it about something in your own life? Did it appear to make no sense at all? Pay attention to that too. Things that seem like they don't make sense do, they have meaning, and are very often tied to what's coming ahead. So, your own higher knowing is trying to give you some insight about ahead. We want to listen. All right. The final exercise, reading interpersonal dramas. So I'd like to ask you to find some time to go out in the public a shopping mall, a grocery store, any place where people interact. Your goal is to observe the little dramas that you see arising between people. Perhaps you'll observe a mother scolding her child. Perhaps you'll overhear an angry customer at a store. 
Maybe you'll observe people waiting in line impatiently. This exercise is about seeing into these situations to try and decipher what is underneath them. Naturally, there are many possibilities. It could be that the people have a spiritual contract to be in the situation they find themselves in. One person is in a crisis situation and having trouble managing emotions. A person may be under stress at work or home. Someone may have lost a loved one or had a relationship that ended. The situations can be many. But the underlying principle is that most times when we find ourselves in these kinds of conflicts or upsets with strangers, even family members, or with circumstances that irritate us, it isn't the people or the situation, but something else. Something else is at the source of this upset. Take some time with this. As with all the exercises, each of them in their own way is going to assist you in developing and enhancing your psychic ability. Most importantly, pay attention to the exercise on mind noise. As I've shared with you, this will take time to learn how to quiet the mind but it is the most essential thing to support you in receiving accurate images and impressions that you're receiving from this higher source. All right, everyone, there we go. That's a wrap for our first episode of 2022. I'm delighted you are here with me. Please tune in next week as we continue in our exercise offering and tips and tools of developing your psychic ability and mediumship ability. Have a wonderful week. Also, for any questions, be sure to reach out at mbeltran at michellebeltran.com. Kick off the new year with 25% off a 30-minute session with Michelle. Visit michellebeltran.com and click on Sessions. Then use the coupon code intuitivehour25 when you check out. This special offer is available for a limited time. Book your session with Michelle today at michellebeltran.com.